Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. Blessed is a man who fears the Lord, who finds great delight in his commands. That's after we're told to praise the Lord in Psalm 112, Colin. Now, this is a wonderful psalm if you want your faith encouraged. If you're ever needing your faith to be encouraged, this is one of the psalms to read. Praise the Lord. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who finds great delight in his commands. His children will be mighty in the land. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. Even in darkness, light dawns for the upright, for the gracious and compassionate and righteous man. God will come to him who is generous and lends freely, who conducts his affairs with justice. Surely he will never be shaken. A righteous man will be remembered forever. He will have no fear of bad news. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. His heart is secure. He will have no fear. In the end, he will look in triumph on his foes. He has scattered abroad his gifts to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. His horn will be lifted high in honor. Now, isn't that all encouraging? And what that psalm is saying is these are the blessings that accompany the righteous, the faithful, the obedient. Say, well, um, how is that going to encourage me? Well, first of all, you've been made righteous through Jesus, so you are numbered among the righteous. Second, if you love the Lord, you are seeking to be faithful to his will, to his word, to his commands. You're seeking to obey him. You won't always get it right, but that is the longing desire of your heart. That is the main focus of your life. And therefore, you can identify with the fact that you are one of God's blessed, faithful, righteous children. And these are the blessings that will attend you as you seek to live out the will of God in your life. Good will come to you if you are generous, if you give, because God will give back good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. If you can conduct your affairs with justice. Um, You will never be shaken if the intent of your heart is to do what is good and right in the eyes of God. You will have no fear of bad news. You won't live in that fear of something dreadful is about to happen or, you know, bad things always happen to me and all that. No, no, no. If you're living in the righteousness of God, then your expectations for your future are good and and you're expecting blessing, not problems. Uh, You are secure even when everything seems to be going wrong. You need not fear. You will be able to look in triumph over whatever comes against you. And I, I think it's just a wonderful, wonderful psalm. Of course, the thing that you have to do is just to be bold enough to identify with who the psalm is talking about and not look at yourself and say, oh dear, uh, you know, I I don't know that I can really call myself righteous. I'm not talking about being self-righteous, but your righteousness is in Christ. Your inheritance is in Christ. You're a co-heir with Christ. Therefore, you can expect all the good things that this psalm is talking about. 
Actually, that really is an issue, isn't it, with, with many people? It is identifying and putting themselves into these psalms and claiming these words for themselves. You know, uh, Julia, that is the secret, really, of how to handle the Word of God, how to read the Word of God, to identify with all the good things that Jesus Christ has done and with all the wonderful promises that God gives, both in the Old and the New Testament. That's what faith is. Faith is daring to believe what God says. I, I often say to people, I was in, in Germany just last week and in France and speaking to conferences, and I, I was saying to people, you know, and I held up my Bible and said, people tell me that they believe this book. They believe it to be the truth. They believe it to be the word of God. But what I have found from experience is that there are so many Christians that believe everything that this book says about God, but they don't believe what it says about them. And this is the same book that speaks about us, that speaks about the Lord. And if we prepare to believe what it says about God, then we should be prepared to believe what it says about us. And it's daring to believe, really. Faith is daring to believe what God says. I mean, just an obvious example, which I often use. You know, Jesus says in, in John 14, 12, anyone who has faith in me will do the same things as I have done, and greater things still will he do because I go to the Father. Now, Jesus said that, so it must be the truth. It's daring to believe it. It's daring to believe that because I'm a believer in Christ, I will do the same things as Jesus, that God will even enable me to do because the Spirit of God has been poured out now in a way that wasn't the, the case during the earthly ministry of Jesus, he will enable me to do things that could not have taken place then, greater things in the sight of God. It's daring to believe that because this is what God says, this is what Jesus says, and he is the truth. It's quite something to say, you know, people can need not fear bad news and, and that they will always feel secure and, and, and have no fear. And isn't there a lot about it, you know? Trouble only comes in threes. Uh, all these sort of negative statements. Oh, well, if it's going to happen to anyone, it'll happen to me. Uh, oh, the devil always seems to be having a go at me. I mean, you hear these things so often. Now, you would expect to hear them from people that belong to the world, but not from those who belong to Christ, not from those who are Christians. Uh, you would expect there to be good, positive, affirmative um, declaration of the truth and um, and yeah I mean if you don't fear bad news even when you get bad news you can have a good response to that news and you know well the bad news isn't the answer God is the answer he is he has the last word he is the final outcome you know the more we go through these psalms and discover more about the nature of God and you, you just realize how much he does love us and want the best for us and uh, absolutely absolutely uh, Psalm 113, praise the Lord, praise, O servants of the Lord, praise the name of the Lord. Let the name of the Lord be praised both now and forevermore. From the rising of the sun to the place where it sets, the name of the Lord is to be praised. You see, uh, the Psalms constantly tell us this, this is how to live. This is what you're to do every day of your life. Every servant of the Lord is to praise the Lord. You know, praise isn't, isn't um, 
an activity that you do on a Sunday morning when you go to church, when you sing a harm or uh, when you when you sing a hymn or a song or two, no, 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 no. Praise is something that needs to be going on continuously in our lives. Praise you, Lord. I mean, you know, when when I'm at work, I walk down the corridor sometimes, just shouting and singing praise to God. Um, uh, I expect people in their offices saying, "Oh, there goes Pastor Colin again." But I hear other people doing it too, and I love to, I love to walk past an office door, and I can just hear somebody just praising the Lord inside, in the middle of whatever they're doing. It's good because that that means that our focus is in the right place. Then we come on to. Um, uh, verse 4 the Lord is exalted over all the nations his glory above the heavens you see he is in charge who is like the Lord our God the one who sits enthroned on high who stoops down to look on the heavens and on the earth he raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the ash heap he seats them with princes with the princes of their people he settles the barren woman in her home as a happy mother of children. Praise the Lord. Now, remember all that we've been saying as we've looked through these psalms about identification, that uh, in these psalms there is so much that it doesn't matter what you need, how desperate you are, how you feel, there are things that help you to identify. But if you identify with the, the pro in the problem, then identify with the answer to the problem. Because you see, what does, what does God do with the poor and needy? He seats them with princes. <laughs> what does he do with a barren woman? Well, he makes her the happy mother of children. I praise God that over the years, I, I've known several, I mean, really quite a number of barren women that, women that I prayed with to conceive and to bear children and it's wonderful when God does that. But there's also another sense in which I think we can interpret that verse, that there are a lot of people in the natural that are barren, but actually, spiritually, they have many children that they nurture in the Lord. I don't just mean orphans, but people that are born again, people that they disciple, people that they have a profound influence on, where perhaps they wouldn't be able to do that, they wouldn't have the time and capacity to do that, if they'd had children in the natural. But all of this tells us that God cares about every single detail of our lives. He cares about what we care about. And he cares about every one of us. And, you know, the, the danger is that sometimes when people are going through difficult times that they think the Lord has forgotten them or lost sight of them or he doesn't care. And that is never true. And the Holy Spirit, if you listen to him, will always take you to the relevant scripture that is going to speak right into your life, right into the circumstances, or he will send someone to speak the right word into your life. He will be using these broadcasts to speak the right word into people's lives as they listen. And, uh, you know, some things that are said may not be relevant for you as a person, but they'll be relevant for many other people that are listening. And in that, you need to rejoice that God is all the time talking to people in a vast variety of situations, but always so that he can turn them around to a place of faith and confidence in him so that he can bless them and meet their need. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 